This is Global Ambitions, your 15-minute window into the minds of localization and international go-to-market experts. Discover how they respond to their biggest challenges. Here's today's host. Hi, my name is Stephanie Harris, and I'll be your host today on Global Ambitions. Our guest is Mark Yerpe, and he's the head of global revenue at Intento. Mark, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. So our topic today is machine translation and some of the new innovations that are happening in this space. But before we jump into that, can you give us a few words about your background, Mark? Sure. I've been pretty much my whole career I've spent in localization. I started in localization about 25 years ago, and I've worked with most of the big industry players. I spent 12 years at TransPerfect. I spent time at Smartling ran global sales and marketing for RWS Life Sciences, uh, worked at a number of TMSs. So I've been in the space for my whole career, and I've been with Intento now for about two years. So I've been focusing squarely on machine translation for about two years. Well, I know that Intento has been making a big splash in the space at the moment. Can you tell us in just a few words, what does Intento actually do? Yeah, we've been around for about six years, and that's most customers when they start talking to us, they say, yeah, what exactly? We've heard about you guys, but what exactly do you do? In essence, what we do, simply put, is we help customers build and manage their machine translation programs. And in doing that, we do three primary things. We help select the best machine translation engine for our customer-specific language pairs and, and content type based on their domain. And then we help connect those engines to their use cases through our MT Hub platform. And then we help improve those engines over time through an MT maintenance program and a feedback loop. So we're gathering reviewer and user feedback on, on real-time machine translation. So it's select the best engines out there, connect them to your use cases through the MT Hub, and then improve the engines over time to increase ROI. What do you see as the biggest problem that best fit machine translation is solving for clients in the industry? I think it's the fact that content volumes are getting bigger and bigger. The localization managers have more and more pressure from more and more departments, from leadership saying we need more and more content localized into many more languages. So there's, you know, we find that about 5% of enterprise content can be translated with human workflows. Mm. That's the challenge that we solve is there's that other 95% of content in all those other languages that you'd like to go into and all that content that you'd like to translate, but you don't have the budget, you don't have the time. So that's what we do is we help our customers attack that other 95% of content and translate that into all the languages that they want to translate into. Okay. So how does a customer even start with that kind of project? Because it sounds like it's, it's a little bit different than your typical translation localization project. Yeah, it, it is different. Typically, customers most, I'd say in the past couple of years, we've seen a, a real inflection point in machine translation. I think we've seen that machine translation has gotten better and better to the point that there's you know 40 really good machine translation engines out there. Right. So there's a wide choice. There's a lot to choose from. And I think that's, you know, one of the challenges is who do they, who, which engine do you select? Do you talk to your translation services company to help you select engines? Do you talk to your translation management provider to help you select engines? Do you go directly 
to the MT providers themselves to, to use their engines. What we do is we help guide the customer, guide the enterprise client to help them understand which engines are going to be the best for them and then help them build their machine translation program. So mm -hmm. what that looks like is a typical customer will come to us and they'll have, you know, 10 languages or 10 or 15 languages that they translate into. Right. And they'll have a number of use cases for their content. They'll have their website content, their knowledge base content, their customer support content, their community content. And what we do is we try to help them focus on that initial use case that'll be most important for them to review machine translation. And they may be already using a couple of machine translation engines. Maybe they're already using Google and Microsoft, and maybe they want to find out if there's better results that they could be achieving from other engines. Mm -hmm. So the first step is we work with them to find that right use case. What business case are they going to focus on for their first step into machine translation? Secondly, we help them figure out what initial languages they want to start with. Sure, you can start with 15 languages, but that's a lot of work. There is a cost to that. So we recommend starting with two or three of their most important languages. And the first step in working with Best MT is to evaluate those engines. So we go through a rigorous evaluation process where we're taking their chosen languages. Mm -hmm. We're taking what we expect, you know, the 10 or 15 best engines that we think are going to be the, the best fits for those language pairs. And we go through an evaluation process where we train the custom engines with the customer's content, their TM segments, 100,000 segments, train the custom engines, compare the output from the custom engines to the output from the stock engines, and find the four finalist engines. With those finalist engines, and we go through a whole scoring methodology during that process, the whole evaluation process takes four to six weeks. Mm -hmm. And once we've got those finalist engines, we do an LQA stage, so linguistic quality assessment to assess the results of those finalist engines to see how much effort is still required in post-editing. Right. Whichever engine requires the least amount of post-editing effort is the winning engine. We provide that winning engine and a backup engine to the customer along with a 40-page report detailing all the data that went into making those decisions. That's just one step in the process. With those best performing engines, we then add a number of customizations that aren't available directly with the MT providers themselves. Right. So we customize and fine tune those engines, tone of voice customization, profanity filtering, abbreviation support, all types of customizations to make the engines even smarter. Mm -hmm. Then the customer has those engines, so we connect them to their use case. And this is your typical pilot, your typical proof of concept. Right. Connect them to their use case. Let's say it's general localization workflow for general documentation. They'll start using the trained engines in their workflow, and they'll spend a month looking at the results, experiencing working with the resulting engine output in their typical workflow. So in their TMS, we connect with all TMSs. We connect with all customer support systems, community systems. Yeah. Again, machine translation has gotten so good these days that if a client is using Microsoft or Google or, or other engines, they're shocked by the results that they're getting. I mean, we get right. up to 97% end user acceptance. So mm -hmm. the end users being comfortable with the output of raw machine translation. That's after working with us for about a year, training, refining the engines, 70% um, yeah. reduction in editing effort. So that's how companies start working with us. 
And it's a pretty natural progression to then onboarding our platform. Right. So it sounds like it's a pretty complicated process of there's a lot of steps involved, getting things going. I'm sure challenges pop up along the way for a lot of your clients. What are the most common challenges that you see that you can help them overcome as they're getting this whole process up and going? I think maybe the status quo is the biggest challenge sometimes. Some customers come to us and they're absolutely ready to go into machine translation. They're eager and they want to explore machine translation. But sometimes you've got customers who maybe the localization manager is ready to explore best fit machine translation and they start going down the road and then other departments and other stakeholders you know, chime in and people have concerns. Oh, well, we used machine translation five years ago and it was it just was no good. I'm sorry. Right. I don't think we yeah. should be. So I think that can be a blocker when you don't build consensus at the beginning or not, maybe not consensus, but at least make sure that the major decision makers mm-hmm. are on board. It's nothing worse than seeing a localization manager that spends two or three months leading up to working with us. And they're so excited. They're like, wow, this is going to change our localization program. Yeah. And then they get shut down by some senior manager that they didn't think to to get buy-in from at the beginning. So I think that's one of the challenges that can happen. Yeah. Another one is sort of the, the other end of the spectrum, wanting to jump in and do everything at once. So mm-hmm. one of our biggest our biggest customer is IKEA and they work with 20 different use cases and departments with them in 84 language pairs so that's a really big MT program but most customers you, you want to start small you don't want to try to dive in and do everything at once so that's another challenge is is prioritizing your content take one of those projects that somebody sent you with 2 million or 5 million words and you're like I'm never going to be able to do that into those five languages they want. Right, yeah. Give it a try. Do a trial. Do a couple hundred thousand words of it with us in those languages. Send it to your stakeholder and say, what do you think? And usually they're going to be like, wow, this is this is great. Let's do it. And there mm-hmm. you suddenly, for 5% of what you were going to have to pay for a human, you're achieving this project, 5 million words, and suddenly you're, that stakeholder is super happy. And then some other department says, well, wait, what about us? We have this what about our community platform? Can we do user-generated content with machine mm. translation? Absolutely. I mean, that's the cool thing about MT these days is it's not just for localization post-edit. It's for customer support with live chat and community platforms with user-generated content and user reviews. All this stuff that was never before approachable with human translation, machine can now attend to that. So if you have a client who comes in and they say, hey, we want to have some native machine translation within our software system. Is that something that you help with as well? Help them embed that and get that all set up? Absolutely. Yeah. So we have out of the box integrations for lots and lots of products. We've got integrations already up and running for almost all the TMSs and the lots of the support platforms and the community platforms. But we also spend a lot of time with custom integrations. That's, you know, we've got an API that's really, really easy to set up for a multitude of uses. And specifically, our patented API was developed to make it really easy when you integrate with one machine translation engine or AI engine, machine Mm -hmm. voice, content generators, what have you, it makes it really easy to integrate with many more engines with very little coding, with very little effort. All right, well, that's that's a cool thing. Do you have any other really great success stories from your clients that you'd, you'd like to share with us? 
I'm really lucky. I've been in localization my whole career and I'm really lucky just in the past year, year and a half. I mean, we've onboarded so many wonderful clients like Gap and Subway and Zendesk and Stripe and, and Procore and all these great companies that we love working with. So there are a lot of success stories. One I would highlight because it goes to the whole spectrum of sort of that early stage, I need to onboard MT, what am I going to do to a real success story? And that's Subway. So Carrie Fisher, the look manager at Subway, she actually presented at a conference recently with us. And when she first saw our platform and she, she first started to review the best fit MT offering, she said, wow, this is pretty amazing. I, this is what I've been waiting for. And that was about a year and a half ago. And she started by uh, having us evaluate and select the best engines for about, I think it was six or seven language pairs to start in a very large volume project, a knowledge base. And that went really, really well. And she then started using our machine voice technologies and was so blown away by the quality of the machine voice that she went ahead. I think it was a 10 language project with machine voice for training videos and expanded into other use cases, the legal department using Best Fit MT for their lawyers communicating uh, around the world amongst right. the, their legal staff. And at the end of the first year working with Subway, working with Intento, Carrie said she had saved $1.5 million and saved two years of labor. Wow. And the icing on the cake is she got the best review of her career based on these initiatives that, that we helped work with her on. So that's what I love is, that is awesome. you know, helping low managers have challenging jobs. There's a lot of responsibility. And I think it's a growing responsibility these days. Their jobs are getting even more and more important. So I love being at a company that can really solve problems and help them do their jobs so much better and get the get recognition for it. Wow, that's really cool. Okay. So what are some things that get you excited at the moment in this field? What's most exciting to me, I'd say, about the technologies that we're employing for our customers, probably machine voice. As I mentioned, you know, Subway okay. uses machine voice with us. The LSP partner that was involved in that machine voice project with Subway was so excited about the results as well. They're now onboarding us with another one of their huge customers. And we have many clients coming to us now where machine voice is the big thing for them this year. And actually, I think if 2020 and 21 were the years for machine translation, 22 mm -hmm. is definitely the year for machine voice text-to-speech. So the most exciting thing, I think, is not just machine voice for training videos, which we're doing a lot of now. The far end of the spectrum there is voice-to-voice. -voice. So let's say customer support. You've got a German-speaking customer and an English-speaking support operator. You get mm -hmm. the German question coming in, and there's three machines in the middle. There's machine transcription into German text machine translation from German to English, and then machine voice, English text to English voice. Mm -hmm. So, and then the support operator, this is all real time. The support operator replies, you know, here's how you fix your printer in English, three machines, German, three machines, English, real time conversation wow. supported by three machines. That's awesome. That, and that's in beta now. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. <laughs> Yeah, definitely will. Well, there's lots of exciting things going on. So we'll definitely be keeping in touch with you as well as keeping in touch with the industry going forward. So thank you so much, Mark, for coming on the program. And I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. Great. Thanks so much for having me. It was fun. Thanks for tuning in to Global Ambitions. Subscribe at globalambitions.net or wherever you get your podcasts.